We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Baseball, the glorious game of baseball. Is there anything better? Is there anything better? Anything better, Chris Cotillo? Oh, all right. Stiz, just tell me, can you hear Chris Cotillo okay? No, we cannot hear Chris at all. You cannot hear Chris no. at all. All right, well, Chris, you're going to have to sit out this one until we figure things out. But uh, this is Rob Bradford. This is the Bradfo Show. And I'm here with my good friend Stiz. Stiz, what's going on, my friend? Bradfo, what's up, man? What are you, what's what, happening? You've been doing a lot of yelling down there? Uh, maybe. Maybe the great game of baseball. Yeah. You know? Screaming from the mountaintops. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, listen. The baseball has begun here at JetBlue Park. I am at JetBlue Park. Yes, I'm spoiler alert. I'm at JetBlue Park. That's where the Red Sox are training. That's where people are uh, and aren't. Aren't. And what I'm going to do, Chris, I'm going to let you speak in a second because that's the type of nice guy I am. Chris Cotillo of Mass Live is joining alongside me here at JetBlue Park broadcast booth overlooking an empty field where there were people. Uh, it was like fan day or something. And word on the street was this was a fraction of the people when they had the fan day last year. Uh, seems to be sort of a constant theme. School vacations. Usually a time when people come down and watch the great game of baseball, the team, the Red Sox. There were some people here, but there was also not some people here. Not nearly as many, I think, as many as we're used to. But we're going to talk about that. There's a lot to get to. Uh, and most importantly, news of the day here down at Fort Myers, Stiz, your favorite player. Who's your favorite player, Stiz? Brian Bayo. Ooh, close. No, I mean, of all time. Of all time. Ooh, of all time. Uh, probably Big Poppy. Okay, close enough. Dustin Pedroia was here. So Dustin Pedroia <laughs> was here, and he came down. He That was the news of the day, the fact that Dustin Pedroia dropped into camp, milled around. Um, and I do want to get, so what we're going to kick off with here, I'm going to give you my perspective. Today was my first day down here at JetBlue, first day of spring training. Um, I'm going to be here all the live long day, all the way up until they actually play meaningful games somewhere else. That would be the end of March. So I'm digging in. Day one, boots on the ground, Brad Foe here. All right. 
and I'm going to give you my perspective of it. But first, I'm going to pass the mic to Chris Cotillo, who's been here for a few days, and sort of get his idea of, of what is what, I guess. Because when we came to camp, when we came to spring training, we had our, our preconceived notions of this team. But now we're here. Now we get to walk into the clubhouse. Now we get to talk to the players. Now we get to see baseballs being thrown, baseballs being hit. And, yeah, sure, sports writers are taking photos from 500 yards away saying, oh, my goodness, the ball's coming out of his hand, so good. But that's not what this is all about. It's about the vibes that this team has given off. Chris Cotillo, what are the vibes? Well, I have a voice, so that's a that's a good place to start comparatively. But I think the the two big storylines here for me so far, the health of the rotation, I think we knew about that heading in. That was going to be a big question mark facing the team. Whitlock and Hout coming off surgeries at the end of last year. Everybody knows, you know, Sale and Paxton, what they've gone through the last few years. Uh, even Kluber, you know, he pitched, you know, I think 165 innings last year, but before that was an injury case. Um, and so the kind of guys, the healthy guys you were thinking coming into camp, Bayo and Pavetta, and Bayo has forearm soreness and Pavetta building up slow after battling COVID. So, you know, all seven rotation candidates, there's a question mark next to now. I think the Pavetta one's probably, you know, not a big one, but you know, the Bayo news is huge. I think the other thing here is the, just the desire, whether from the outside or for the inside to anoint team leaders, to kind of develop the clubhouse culture and tell everybody what it's going to be right now, which is impossible with, you know, 10 new players on the roster. I think let that grow organically. Let your leaders come organically. Um, a lot of talk, obviously, I think sure we'll get to Kike Hernandez's role, uh, Justin Turner's role, guys like that. I think at a certain point, it's like, all right, you know, let it breathe. These guys will be able to figure it out at some point. I don't think that, you know, on February, whatever it is, 18th, 19th, that uh, you really know how a clubhouse is going to develop, especially when there's, you know, not the same guys that have been there the last few years. So, um, I do think the Red Sox are pushing certain people to be their leaders. Uh, we'll probably get into that um, when maybe they should let it happen organically. All right, well, here's the thing. That's all well and good. We can have live the leaders talk. That's fine. Super, super conversation, Chris. But I will say this. The thing that struck me walking into that clubhouse today was, was sort of what I, I don't think it was ready for, which is a dynamic, since I've covered the team, you have less star power in that room than ever, than ever. And I don't think that it really hit me until you walk in there and there's Raphael Devers and then there's everybody else. Everybody. It, it is, and, and really with Dustin Madroya, you have he came in and I think he kind of felt the same way, honestly. How can you not? So this is a thing where I think this was a very real difference when it comes to this team. I don't know if it matters. Maybe it doesn't. But for a team like the Boston Red Sox, I can tell you that it is a completely different vibe than I have ever heard or ever witnessed before. And I think, you know, evidence to what you're talking about, I completely agree. MLB Network's doing their top 100 players right now. I don't know if you've seen this or not. Uh, they've released – they're going, you know, backwards to front. So they've gone – they've released – you know, 21 to 100. We don't know who the top 20 players in the game are. I think we can safely assume Devers is in that mix. There's no one from the Red Sox from number 21 to 100. So that means that Rafael Devers is going to be the only Red Sox who is in the top 100 period. Well, we can get to that. But first, we got to get to We We are flush with star power. Not only Chris Cotillo, myself. 
Coop is on location, on assignment, Stiz behind the glass, and of course, the star caller, Jeff in Watertown. Jeff, what's going on, my friend? Hey, Brad. So, hey, Chris. Good hearing you. Um, well, you kind of stole my thunder. Uh, the star power is really uh, is really the issue for me. And you know, and you're right. Like, and, and I know you hate when I when I you know bring up 1981 because it's such an excuse the demographic. But that was the year when free agency really hit Boston because they had to trade all their good players, and you just felt completely beaten and bereft. And you know, you had young talented players, but they're going to take time. And it's just it's a flashback now, and that's what it feels like for me. And I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Justin Turner hitting behind Rafi and maybe Rafi having hit third now because, you know, there's nobody behind. You can't bat second with this with this lineup. I mean, there's nobody to, to back him up except maybe Turner. So I'm just trying to get a sense of, like, you know, like you said, it can. You know, if, if you know, would I be surprised if in three months I find out that, you know, sales healthy and this club gelled and uh, – Alex Cora did his, you know, what he usually does and gets people to buy. You know, I, I would not, you know, I would not be surprised, but sure doesn't feel like it right now. Like it, it's, and then, you know, and then you hear about how little coverage you're getting down there and people just don't seem interested up here. You don't hear anybody talking about the Reds. You know, usually by this time we're like just dying for, for reports from spring training and to hear a, a game on the radio, even if, you know, on AM on a Tuesday you know, afternoon or whatever. Oh, and none of that's happening. Oh, I love that. Yeah, um, but yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It always was. I mean, that was always like you couldn't wait to hear a game. It didn't matter. Like you just wanted to know. Like it was here, and it's, you know. And I don't feel any of that. Um, and and I, I do think the star power is a big issue of this. Like you, you know. Yeah, these guys could be great. I mean, you know, Kluber could get back to his form. Sale could get back to his form. You know. You know, Sale faded down the stretch every year when he was good. I mean, this, you know, even if he starts out like a like a ball of fire, I'm going to be you know holding my breath until you know September. Um, so it's just it just feels so weird, and, and that's why like '81, it just that's what it was like. It was like all of a sudden, one day you had Fisk, one day you had Lynn, one day you had Burleson. You were on all the time, and you were in the All Star game, and you know, the next day you had you know Steve Renko, Mark Clear, and you know guys like that, Rick Miller, like that. And that's what you had. Um, so I, I just feel so defeated. It just feels like this is not what Boston's supposed to be. Well, and, and Jeff, like you could, you're right. I mean, this could work out. This is this is the ultimate. The 2023 Red Sox call in maybe. Uh, that's the, that's their slogan. But here's another dynamic which I sort of took note of today. I mean, I don't know if this matters, but the guys who you know that you're going to go to to answer the questions, right? So, Rafael Devers, God bless him, he did an interview with me in English today. But I don't think he's doing that a whole bunch. And that's not, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be asked. Just because he's the best player, just because he makes the most money, he shouldn't be asked. But that was always Bogarts. That was even J.D. Martinez. That was, you know, obviously before there was a, a cavalcade of guys. And now, you, you can say Justin Turner, but he's new. And, you know, who knows how good he's, if he's not good, then he can't be that guy. And you go down the list, Christian Arroyo, Tristan Cassis, Bobby Dahlbeck, um, you know, uh, Kike Hernandez, I think, sort of wants to be that guy sometimes, and sometimes he doesn't. So this is a very real difference when you walk in that clubhouse. That, that If there isn't, and to your point, Jeff, every year there was, okay, we can't wait for this guy to get on the bench or at the picnic table and answer the questions that we've been waiting to ask. And... And Chris can back me up on this. They cruise through these guys 
like nothing happened, right? Yeah, that's. I was going to say that. I mean, you think back to, you know, previous years, it's like, oh, you know, this guy will be on the bench today. This guy will be on the bench tomorrow. This year, you know, day one, we talked to, I think it was uh, Jansen, Sale, Devers, and Story. You know, Story obviously being out for half the season. And I said to someone else, like, okay, well, we're done with the good players. You know, like, what what is the uh, day three? It was Adam Duvall on the bench. And no offense, Adam Duvall seems like a very nice guy. He's going to have a very good, you know, big role on this team. But he's a guy on a one-year $7 million deal. Um, you know, so there is no star power. And, and you know, I think that, that plays into it. And I also think that, you know, there's there's not that many interesting storylines with the group. You know, like, they're just it just feels like, um, you know, and part of that is, I think, positive things for the Red Sox, right? We're not talking about Rafael Devers' contract situation. We're not talking about a bunch of pending free agents. It's all, you know, newcomers, a lot of guys that we've talked to on Zoom calls in recent months that there's not a need to really catch up with them because nothing's happened since we've talked to them since. But, I mean, um, just the whole bench dynamic, I do agree. Like, sale was an event, and that was about it. And there's been, you know, really nothing since. I do think that your point about, you know, language barrier with Devers is, is a good one. And also, I think that applies with Yoshida, right? He's the big free agent acquisition. Obviously, speaking through an interpreter, it's a different ballgame. Um, I think we all understand that comes with the territory here doing the job. But uh, like I said, sale was kind of the main feature. And then after that, not a lot of kind of like must-see TV from that. You know what else is funny is, is uh, you know, we, we never even talked about Devers' contract. Like, in the end, that was a really good contract for the Red Sox. It was a very clean contract. I mean, it's actually less money than I thought Devers was going to get. There's no opt-outs. There's no no-trade clause. I mean, this is, a, you know, and I, and I can't even, like, compliment Heim for, for, for getting that player at that, at that contract because there's nobody else. So it's almost like I, I almost feel like like uh, like like Rafi sold himself short somehow. Um, you know, I can't even be excited about that. It's just it's just crazy. Well, Jeff, and listen, I mean, this is day one, boots on the ground, day one. So I want you to keep chiming in because this is where I'll be doing these shows from, and uh, and I I value your perspective, Jeff. You and I see eye to eye in a lot a lot, a lot of things, and uh, if, if I if I sense you're going down the wrong road. I will let you know, but so far you are not going down the wrong road, my friend. Well, I'm, I'm counting on you, Beth, to get, get the get the excitement going, right. get get something happening down there. That's I'm right? doing four four forties all the time. All right, there Jeff. you go, there you go. All, all right, right. you know, and so you know, I we're I'm just thinking, okay, they don't have these guys. Who would be the guys? You mentioned Sale, and the other part about it, we just talked to these guys in Springfield, right, a couple of days ago. Like, the one guy that I feel that was realistic that they didn't get could be the guy that we were talking about, bizarrely, I think is Jose Abreu. Like, that they legitimately wanted that they didn't get. Am I missing someone else? Um, I mean, in terms of star power or just a veteran, I don't know. I mean, Jose Abreu, Justin Turner, you think that's that big of a difference there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe not that big a difference, but... It's in terms of I think Jose Breu is viewed as a little bit a notch up, and, and also it's like the alpha, the middle of the or Justin Turner might hit in the middle of the order, but I don't think people around here say, oh well, that's the middle of the order, and maybe he is. He had a great second half. Anyway, there's a lot to get to. We're at JetBlue Park. I'm Rob Bradford with Chris Cotillo of Mass Live. 
with Stiz Behind the Glass. Keep the calls coming, 617-779-7937. We are boots on the ground. We went through the whole day. We're going to get into sort of Pedroia's impact, what he had to say. We're going to play Pedroia a little bit later in the show. His whole meeting with the media, uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. So a lot to get to. Red Sox, 2023, colon, maybe. What I do know is for sure, we're going to trend right now, right, Stiz? Let's do it, Bradfo. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Bruins will return home to face the Islanders. Puck drop at 5. The Bees will get a boost in the lineup as Jake DeBrusque will return to action. He's been out since January 2nd with a leg injury suffered during the Winter Classic. The Celtics return to action on Thursday against the Pacers. Jason Tatum will participate in the three-point contest at All-Star Weekend tonight. Tatum was the runner-up to Steph Curry in 2021. The Patriots announced that special teams ace Matthew Slater will return for his 16th season in New England. The longtime captain has played in the second most games in franchise history, only behind Thomas Brady. In Red Sox news, pitcher Brian Bayo has been shut down for a few days due to forearm tightness. This, according to manager Alex Cora. Cora said the team is very confident Bayo will be back pitching on Monday. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Bradfoe Show on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. All right, welcome back to the Bradford Show. We're here at JetBlue Park in the broadcast booth. In the broadcast booth, first one of the year. This is where Chris Cotillo of Mass Live, we dominate every late February and March sports calendar. AM radio, baby. AM radio. Gorky Hernandez, gone but not forgotten. This is going to be our ultimate challenge, though, because I just found out that Nesson's like broadcasting a crap load of games, much many more. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. Let's go, TV, head to head. I'm bringing radio. Radio's going to win. 
Who has the better Narciso crook facts? (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you this. There's all, I may or may not be giving uh, Joe Castiglione the Old Bay chips again. And who knows what happens? Who, who is going to predict home runs all the live long day? That's me. As you said, who is going to bring back Gorky's Hernandez facts? That's me. Right. Who is going to cite Chad De La Guerra? That's me. Who is this year's Chad De La Guerra, Chris? I, all right, let's see. I'm looking at it right now. Nico Goodrum. Nico Goodrum. Nico Goodrum's going to shot. Yeah. Uh, Narciso Crook with the best name on the team. And pitchers, uh, who's going to be an NBA? Oh, there's leader? a lot of them. Jake Faria. Oh, I talked to Jake. I introduced myself to uh, Jake. Norwith Gudino. I think he's going to be in the mix. And mm. then, of course, uh, Adanier Mosqueda. Oh, well, some of those guys might be going to WBC. We have no idea. Yeah, about. I don't think they are. But Richard, no, Gudino is, I think. Richard actually. Blyer going to WBC, relief pitcher. That's right. Yeah, he, he is, he is uh, leaving for Team Israel. He confirmed that today on uh, going to March 6th over to Jupiter. It is going to be a wild and wacky spring training, but it's really started today because I'm here. It didn't start till I showed up. And um, I want people, if they have questions about what happened down here or they have a comment or they have an opinion or they need to vent, 617-779-7937. But, Chris, you've been uh, milling around spring training for a few years now. Did it? This is always – you can't really judge the, the vibe of spring training, like before game, pregame spring training, until school vacation starts. I don't know if you know that. But school vacation started today. Well, congrats to all the kids. Congrats to all the kids. Yeah, education great. Great week. is the most important thing. Of course. What it, it didn't feel like there was a ton of people. <laughs> um, there were in ton, a ton of uh, bouncy houses. Well, the outfield that was, was another thing. So they had this thing. I think, you know, they, they had – there's no coincidence. They, they're kicking off this whole thing. They have the bouncy houses in the outfield. It's fan day or whatever it is. I think they call it an open house. Whatever. Fan yeah. day. It's fan day. Fan day. And, and and I was talking to one of the the people, fine gentlemen here who helps I don't know, Usher, whatever what do they do, the attendants. Uh, sure. And they said, Wow, this there's a lot less people here this year. Okay, I'll take your word for it. You should have cr- corrected his grammar and said it's a lot fewer people. Well, I said it. I, oh, okay. I'm paraphrasing. Para- I'm sure. You're paraphrasing incorrectly. Yeah, at 79 okay. years old, I'm sure he had great grammar. <laughs> but it's. I think it's. Uh, but it is. I think it's a combination, right? I mean, it's a combination of of the team, the team finishing last, the expectations, and I'm going to come back to it. Like when these guys go there, they're going. Dustin Joya being here, he let's 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 power rank the stars in uniform right. today. All right, Rafi Devers, Dustin Pedroia. Am I wrong? What's what's going to be the lead story everybody writes today? Pedroia. Yeah, and it's what, day four or five of official camp? Um, yes. I mean, it's just that that kind of tells you a lot, right? Like there's Pedroia. I mean, Cora's whole thing today was all about Pedroia. It wasn't about, you know, different things going on. Like I said, I just feel like, you know, no offense to Pedroia. It's, he, was, he was great, as we'll get to, and always a great quote. Interesting things to talk to him about. His first time back, all that type of stuff. But uh, should a retired player be the lead story on day five of camp? No. I mean, Chris Sale threw today, too. Yeah. And that was another thing. Okay, you know, Chris Sale throws. The Chris Sale is throwing. All right, Chris Sale's throwing. He's working on the pitch clock. Now, one question to Cora. One question. Yeah, and, and Pedroia was, what, six or seven? And, and you go down the list, 
what else are you going to ask? Like literally, what you, to your yeah. point before the storylines. Let's go through the the park bench storylines. All right, the, the, if you want to power rank those, all right, maybe Sales it was health, number one. No, I mean I think I think that that coming out of the gate with uh, at least back home, the whole Cora Drellick's book thing mm-hmm. had some legs. Okay. But that came and went, yeah. As Drellick's book will, mm. and, and but not yours, not mine. D- dig in February twenty eighth. Get ready, <laughs> shock it up. PR. And Chris Smith's book. Don't forget about Christmas. Oh, Christmas! Yeah, absolutely. Big, big, big uh, month for the beat. Exactly. Yeah. People love book. Books are coming back. Um, but you had Justin Turner's number. I guess that was a thing. Which I hate the number controversy. So I wouldn't I put know, it up you there. Stay, by, clear, stay way clear. But I had, I had to write it. Yeah, had to write it. There you go. Because it doesn't matter, but whatever. You had to write it. Uh, and then what else? So what else am I missing? Can't, you My have... Verdugo feature, I think you have to put up there, obviously. Oh, why? <laughs> A lot of colorful language. Verdugo exists? Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so Verdugo, Justin Turner, Kenley Jansen's there. Ken, the, the two biggest free agent signings they had, other than Devers, were, were Yoshida and... And you know, to your point, you you just can't, there's not a lot of you can going to get out of that. Anytime you have to go through a translator, it's tough. Um, we're just sort of waiting to see. Yu Chang, like I said, Yoshida, you Yu Chang. That's a, you, they signed Yu Chang this week. They added an. I know. Big well, story. They promised they were going to add someone. Right. Of course. They had a. And so when Heimblum says that, right, he says like we were we're. We're on the verge of making another. We're not done yet. Uh, do you really think that he was thinking Yu Chang? I don't. I kind of do. <laughs> I think uh, I would. I would like to think that Elvis Andrews and Jose Iglesias did not lower their price tags to a uh, point where he was comfortable. But if he was thinking Yu Chang all along, then power, I power th- to him. They like the player, as they say. I, I kind of think that Yu Chang was the guy who was thinking all along. Diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. So you have. These guys, and, and Yoshida's another guy where, okay, and I love the, oh, my goodness, Yoshida is swinging a bat. I, I don't know if you know this. He can hit a ball. And this is another oh another pet peeve of mine down here. Holy crap. Like, yeah, you know what? Franchi Cordero can hit a ball a long, long way in batting practice. I actually wrote about that. So I'm, I'm being a hypocrite. Right. But – you know, Ronaldo Hernandez and Yeah, Ronaldo put on a show apparently. He put on a show apparently. Yeah. So, but that's that's where we're at with this stuff. That's where we're at in in it's just the two biggest free agent signings, Yoshida and Kenley Jansen. And Kenley, you were there when Kenley Jansen talked, yep. right? And it was uh outside the clubhouse, weirdly. It wasn't on the bench. Nope. And he had he's the one guy other than the press conference, he he wasn't in Springfield, he hadn't talked. Mm-hmm. And was that electric? Was that a lot of pitch clock talk? A lot of pitch clock talk, yeah. and that was it. Seems like a very nice guy. Yeah, very personable. But we're sitting here, and you know, it's funny because I can make this relationship to the Patriots, where we said the Patriots don't have star power. Well, you have a quarterback, right? All right, you have Mac Jones, and you. The, I would never have thought we would get here. And you would say that Patriots team that they had to cover back in in training camp was going to actually have more star power than this Red Sox team. And I keep I must have said star power a million times. I get in the last half hour, but it's just true. It's true. It goes back to the interest that we're seeing down here in the team. You know what the biggest storyline of this week is, Rob? What? A reporter's question to Heim Bloom about Kike Hernandez. 
Oh, the about, that's the biggest. That's been the biggest storyline out of here so far. About the resume yeah. thing. You're talking about Duke Castiglione. Yeah, of course. Asking I think that's, that is the thing from camp that has gotten the most attention from fans. The whole, if you want to call it a saga, I would say that's putting it a little too far. Um, Duke's question, Himes' response, Kike's tweet, that's gotten the most eyeballs. But it was only, only made that way because of Kike's tweet. No, I don't think so. I, I, think, think, it was, so. I think it was on Twitter before. I think, I've seen a lot of it on Twitter before. I, 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 and I am very online for better or for worse. I, 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 yes, I, it's very exciting. Very yeah. exciting. Is this true? The, the, I think the biggest storyline is no carbs for you. Uh, no carbs, no booze, except we broke both of those yesterday. Yeah, that was, that's a problem. <laughs> it's stressful. Zero, day, zero yeah. days without an incident. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see where this Saturday night yeah, brings us. Yes or no? Tonight, carb slash booze. Tonight? Yeah. Um, Saturday night. That story's yet to be told. Stories that that means no yes. no uh, game of interest on TV. So that lessens. There will be a carb, at least one carb, and can't, uh, I don't think I don't know. But so just milling around here, like so. I think well, the, I'll, I'm going to give you two. I'm going to burn two of my stories that I'm writing, okay. which I haven't done because I'm trying to set up your stupid microphone. Thank you. Okay, if we got it. All right. So headphones next. Yeah, we don't. You don't need headphones. Yeah, um, give them some muffins. So, so number one is I'm advancing the Rafael Devers Dustin Pedroia uh, relationship. Okay. All right, you ready? Brace yourself. Did you know that Rafael Devers has used Dustin Pedroia's glove as his game glove for the last four years? No. Will I read all about it on WWE? You sure will. And, that, and, right. and it's all coming for Rafael Devers in English. Wow. Should I say, like, said Devers in English? Yeah. To WWE.com? Without translator. Without translator? Yeah. I think, I don't know if you're in the club, because I was talking to him, I heard, I think Cora walked by, like, attaboy, Rafi. Yeah. He so desperately wants him to do interviews in English. Mm-hmm. But this was the first non-Will Fleming English interview for Rafael Devers. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and then... The other one, oh, here's a good one. This is this isn't going to have much love. This is not exactly going to be talked about in the Greg Hill show. I don't think um, it is. Pitchcom, you know Pitchcom. Heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, where the catchers push the buttons mm-hmm. and call the pitches. Well, they were just told yesterday the reverse Pitchcom is being introduced. Okay, and what is that? That means the pitchers call the pitches. Wow. Is it? See, you learned some. St- Stuff. Yeah. You learned some stuff. Landed, I almost, you, my passion you, almost took over there. You landed at Southwest Florida Region, International Airport and you boots on the ground. Here you go. There it is. I mean, I'm just, it's, it is what it is. You know I, what's another, another storyline? Well, Ryan, I also talked to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Great Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Whatever. I, I, oh, I may have talked to the wrong guy. I don't know. Ryan Fitzgerald. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the, uh, I believe he played the NFL. I, no, I did. I talked to him about playing baseball. This is on the baseballs and bowling. He went to podcast. Harvard. Not sure if you heard. But uh, Ryan Fitzgerald, Grapefruit League home run champ last year until he got sent down. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this. I should give credit to somebody who was it, Boston Sports Gordo, our friend. He found. That he had a in some thread Twitter thread he has a broke he had a broken foot last year, you know that he was Ooh, playing with Sarah? a broken foot yeah. So a lot that. of uh, undisclosed injuries getting revealed this week. Ooh, what Alex, what else? Alex Verdugo hairline fracture in his toe and a shoulder that was quote in shambles all of last year. Oh okay, uh, all right there you go. Uh, what were you going to say something? Yeah, else? I just another big storyline that I think just goes to show you the lack of them is all the talk about Rafael Devers locker placement which has been 
That was is Ortiz's locker. Yeah, it's been a lot of guys' locker. I mean, I get it. I understand. He's, what, what, but, what, like, I mean, what's what's yeah, well, does he have? Here's the does he? I didn't notice this. Does he have one or two lockers? Two. Well, not a lot of two locker guys in there though. I think Sale and him and. Well, you, I mean, who else would have them? Rich Hill would get one. Well, Rich Hill. Well, what we would get for Rich Hill yeah, right, right now? Go, the, go Bucks. The uh, but you know, I mean, I. I Kike Hernandez wants to be a leader, wants to be a guy, right? But he, as much as he wants that, until he stays on the field and produces, he can't be that guy. He can be a good player. Christian, Christian Arroyo can just be just as good a player as Kike Hernandez, yes or no? Correct, yeah. Yes, exactly. So those guys have to prove themselves this year in their own different ways. So sorry you can now have two lockers. So who else? It's a good point by you. Who how is this the fewest two lockers? I mean, of any locker room in the history of the Red Sox. The counterpoint I'd give you is Ortiz that. had five lockers. <laughs> there are a lot of guys who have accomplished a lot in their careers. Kluber, Jansen. So did Dominique Wilkins. Just because they're in the Celtics. but just yeah, but like they're theoretically not not in their primes. I don't think probably not theoretically. Probably just they are uh, over their primes, and um, that plays into it. But I mean, you know, Jansen's a guy who. Maybe Hall of Famer and Kluber so, you know, had a great track record too. I mean, you, know, you know who Jan- former star power. You know who Jansen's had. You know where his locker is, right next to Sale. You know who had that locker last year, Rich Hill. No, close. Evaldi. Evaldi. Yeah. Evaldi. This is another guy that we've taken out of the equation. Rick, that was a former Rick Porcello spot, I think, too. No, he was a lot down or, a little bit. Or Price. Doesn't or, matter. Price. Yeah. He was Price. It was, it was Price and Evaldi. So, you know, big dog pitchers. But so to give people, the people who don't have the press passes, an idea of how this is usually worked, you walk in and the pitchers are to the right and the hitters are to the left. And usually the first locker um, closest to the middle, those are the biggest dogs, right? Those mm-hmm. You had Evaldi on the right. And and then you know sale right after him and then I, I think it was sale Evaldi, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and then you had the other side. You always had Ortiz was there, um, Bogarts was there, and Mookie was there. Mookie was there. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when Devers was. And then you have the guys, the David Hamiltons, who are all the way down. It kind of goes from right to left from. Best to worst, or or best known to least known. Pretty yeah, much. but I mean, like you. Not best or worst because you can be good, but you just you might be really young. Like the guys, yeah, right? Like, or, when, or like, yeah, okay. When um, uh, like if um, was Nick York in the the uh, in spring training last year? I can't even remember. I don't think so. All right, well, whoever. Like if you have a Cassis was, yeah. and he was down to the left. Like you have to Devers. Not too long ago, when he was introduced to Major League Per Diem, which didn't go well mm-hmm. his first spring training, right. he was all the way down. Too much Chipotle. It's, it's a, if you had Major League Per Diem, you'd be having carbs. Thank you. You, you would not be able to, to even pretend to do this, whatever you're doing. <laughs> I can tell you this. Cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really? It's just a cleanse? I just made that up. Sure. The spring training cleanse. I, great. There's. I know some great people who've done great cleanses, and this is one of them. But is it? Do you find the spring training's more challenging for you to do your cleanses? We're only here two weeks. Let's just let's just get. That oh, that's, right. Right. that's sure. right. It's kind of a cleansette. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, still two weeks on the road. Yeah. Exactly. So. I mean. Okay. Well, but I'll just say this: is that you walk in that clubhouse and you're just like you're struck with, and and then you're talking about. 
Forget about that. Forget about star power. There's also more guys that, and this is maybe on me, that I've never even heard of. Yeah. Right? I think uh, Abby Murphy from Red Sox PR said on day one, 62 guys in camp, 32 of them it's their first time in Major League Camp with the Red That's Sox. That's crazy. Yeah. And I counted there's at least 20 guys who are new to the organization. So 32 guys who you know were either in minor league camp before or joined the organization. So what do you That's, make it? So what do you make of that, Chris Cotillo of Mass Live? Uh, what do you what do you, what do you make? So we can look at this and say, well, you know, you're turning over the roster, you're 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 clearing out guys that you didn't want on the 40 man, so forth and so on. But the, conversely, it is the Boston Red Sox, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sorry that, that if I say like that's that's like a, a pretentious. cliche, pretentious. Yeah, it is. It's a cliche, but. You're the Boston Red Sox. You you still, as they keep telling us, Chris, they have one of the highest payrolls in baseball, although this year, eh, sort of. But you have one of the highest payrolls in baseball. You're the Boston Red Sox. And you just cited those numbers. Whatever. Half the half the group hasn't even sniffed a major league spring training before. With the Red Sox. With the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah I mean, that that is where you know you stop and start. It is when you talk about. I'm telling you, Pedroia walked in there today and it's like, what is going on? What is happening? Right. The only thing he had was like the fact that Rafael Devers was there and he's using his glove. Felt like they went to, they they should have just gone over to a corner of the complex and just worked out by themselves just for old times. The star, the star corner. The star corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. Speaking of Dustin Pedroia, we're gonna play the entire Dustin Pedroia sound coming up next. Did you find that interesting? You find him pretty interesting. I did, and uh, you know, I, I did find I never really covered him because I you know started midway through eighteen. Just kind of like thought to myself, there's very few current players who are this interesting. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get to that. All right, so what we'll do, we'll come back. We're going to play the Pedroia sound for you, and then I'm going to have Chris Cotillo do what so many people do have done in past shows so, so well, which is basically break down the entire interview. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can join the conversation, and you can join the fun. We're live at JetBlue Park. I'm Rob Bradford. That's Chris Cotillo. Stiz behind the glass. This is the Bradford Show. Be back after this. The Bradford Show on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. All right, welcome back to the Bradford Show. We're live here at JetBlue Park up in the broadcast booth. I'm Rob Bradford along with Chris Cotillo of Mass Live. Chris has some breaking news. Red Sox have made yet another acquisition. What do you got, Chris? If Yu Chang wasn't enough for the fine people at home, Marcus Wilson, outfielders, back on a minor league deal. Marcus Wilson. He's the guy. He's probably a spring training legend. A lot, his name's probably been said in this booth oh. more than a handful of times. Marcus Wilson was definitely uh, of Team Chad Delaguerra. Yeah. Yes. So he was the guy they acquired for Blake Swihart in 2019. And uh, spent a couple of years with the system. Uh, got DFA'd. Ended up with, I think, Seattle. And now he's back. He's back. Very excited. There you go. For the fine folks in Western. That's called outfield depth. It is, and there's a lot of it. Sure, the fighting for the, the, the seventh outfield spot for Worcester is going to be fascinating. Yep. All right. Well, like we said before, we have we had Dustin Bedroyas to sit up there on that bench. Sit up there. And, and you had made the good point. Like, there isn't. 
And I, I forgot that you hadn't really covered him. 2018 was he was I mean he was barely around, right? Yeah, I mean he was. Uh, I covered uh, six games that he played in in 2019. There you go. I covered one Dustin Pedroia hit. What a thrill for you! Yeah. How many times have you had your picture taken with him? Uh, I got a good picture from when I was in middle school. I know. I was uh, taller than him at that point. And okay. I somehow shrunk. Wait, at that point? Yeah, I think I shrunk. Oh wow! There yeah. you go. I actually, I actually wanted to hear when he was talking about like the, the somebody asked him about like talking to Yoshida. I wanted to say, well, who's taller? Right. That's a great question. It was a great question. I just didn't like. Yeah. I didn't want to be disrespectful. People forget the Red Sox. Win the off season by signing a short king. There you go. Yeah, there you, I, I was in the dugout one day when Pedroia went back to back with the, the late Joe Morgan, not the manager Joe Morgan, mm-hmm. but the second, the Hall of Fame second baseman yep, Joe Morgan. Reds, yep. Almost exactly the same height. Very controversial. It's all about heart. All right. Well, speaking of Pedroia, we're gonna play. We're gonna do you the favor, everybody. We're gonna play you the entire Dustin Pedroia get together with the media. Here it is. You know, it's fun to be here and see, to see some of the guys and, and to see everybody. How much do you miss? Um, yeah, I mean, I miss it. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, it's kind of, it's been a while now, so I'm co- kind of final, falling in line in my new life, so it's fun. How much is just getting out here, getting the ju- kind of get the juices flowing again? Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I don't really miss it. You know, I, obviously I miss playing. I miss being around the guys, but the grind, you know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, I feel differently, but, uh, you know, the last few years of my, my career was tough, you know, so, you know, I don't have any regrets. Um, but it's fun seeing everybody and, and you know, talking to them here and there. You know, that's, it's, it's good. So, so I think either Alex said or you said at some point, you know, a couple of years before you want to come back and do something like this. Why is now the right time to kind of... Uh, well, he asked me, you know, I, that that's... You know, obviously I'll do anything for Alex, uh, you know, what, what he meant to me in my career, the way he helped me and, and the things he taught me, um, you know, so if he's, he's asked, I'm, I'm there, um, you know, but as far as like a major role with the organization, you know, I'm not there yet, um, you know, I, I, my kids are young, so I'm, I'm still, you know, focused on them and, and helping them out before before I jump into anything like that. But the fact that when you broke in and was struggling, he was the guy standing off to the side. And now you're a retired player, helping yeah. him out. How do you put that into um, How do you frame that? I mean, I, I just, we're, we're, we're close. I mean, that, that's that's how I look at it. I mean, you know, you can tell a lot about a person when, when, uh, when people are at their lowest point. You know, that's when, you know, where I was as a young player, and he's the one that helped me out, you know. So that's, that's when you can tell how genuine a person is. Said, you know, he, he wants me here, I'll be here. How do you feel about this kind of like the moves the teammates in New York? These low guys, I sang, I got a cell phone. Oh, shoot, Johnny, I'm not a GM. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. You know, I, I'm just here to help out any way I can. Um, you know, all I know is from experience. You know, I've been on teams that were predicted to win the World Series and we didn't make the playoffs, and I've been on teams that were predicted to finish last and we won the World Series. So, you know, that, that stuff is, you know, there always there will always be expectations here, um, you know, and, and I don't think, you know, it, people's outside perception of, of, of how good they are and stuff, that really doesn't matter. You know, it matters on how the players that they have play. You know what I mean? It's, that's the thing. I mean, if you want to win, you got to play good. So, you know, I think that's, they're about to start up and, and 
while. But you know, that's how the sport is. You know, any sport. You know, you you, you lose guys or you know guys go somewhere else. You know, but that doesn't mean it's the end of the world. You know, you got to find a way to to you know somebody to fill that role and play. Justin, I think there's only three guys on this team that you play with. Yeah. Um, do you keep up with guys on this team? You know? Yeah, I mean, we, I'll follow. Yeah, I, I watch games. Yeah. You know, um, you know that's the good thing about the West Coast. You know, four o'clock games are on, and you know I'm, they get home from school doing homework or they Red Sox are on, so uh, it's good. I mean, I follow it. Um, you know, me and Alex talk a lot. Mostly, if the team's struggling, that's when I'll reach out. You know, when things are good, you don't want to hear from me. Um, but. Uh, no, that's it. I mean, I follow everything. Like, I didn't know if, like, whether it's PK or some other guys, if you have a relationship with anybody else. Um, not really. I mean, I, like, I, I was texting with uh, Justin Turner when we were trying to sign him. So, you know, stuff like that and story and, and things. But, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to adjust to my life and, you know what I mean, things like that. So, you know, that's it. Speaking of that, I mean, you tried for a long time to keep playing. Yeah. You did everything you could. Yeah. When did you sort of kind of mentally flip that switch to, you know, you're done playing and now you're going to be a dad and a husband and, you know, kind of all Um, Kind of right when I, my last game, like, I knew I couldn't play. Yeah. You know, and you can't, mo- you can't, can't walk well or run. I mean, that's, you know, basically it. So, um, so it wasn't like that hard of a adjustment knowing that I couldn't play, you know, because I physically couldn't, you know, it's not like my ability, it's not like I was bad, I just couldn't physically play. So, you know, that part's also tough knowing that there's, you know, I could have played four or five more years and, and been fine. So, but, oh, well, it works. Yeah, that's how it works sometimes. What's been the better, um, did you have to deal with the bitterness at all about being short cut in some of your career? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're always going to have that. You know, I, you know, you, you want, I think it would be easier for me to know if I was not good and, Hey, it's time to do something else. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that'll always stay with me. You know what I mean? So, that's the only tough part that I have. Is, yeah. that, is that gone now, or do you still deal with that? No, no, I still deal with that. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, shoot, when I take ground balls with my 11 team, the kids are like, why aren't you still playing? I'm like, well, tomorrow I won't be able to walk, but you know what I mean? Like, I can still do it. It's just, I can't do it every day, and that's the, that's the sport, you know? That's Um, yeah, I just I coach two teams. My my uh, my ten year old and eight year old. They play eleven U and nine U. So I mean, we got practice three. There's three days a week, and then we play on the weekends. And <clears throat> so it's it's full time. It's fun, um, but it's not. You know, you're teaching them baseball and life lessons. You know, it's it's not. You know, it's not as serious as this. You know, I'm trying to to get them to not throw helmets and things like that. So. But no, they're good kids, and uh, it's pretty fun. What, what could you see like down the road in terms of your contributions here? Like, would, I was asking Alex, would you work with like Nick York at all or something at one of the affiliates about specifically playing second base, or are you not ready for that? Oh, um, I mean, I'm, it's funny. Like, I talked to Brian O'Halloran about it. Like, I don't know what I want to do, um, and I told him, like, kind of my whole career, like. You tell me what to do, and it's my job to kind of execute it. So, you know, if, if they want me to do something like that, yeah, I'd be more than happy to do that, you know. Um, but they, they've kind of approached it as, hey, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, I don't need to do anything. You know what I mean? Like, so whatever they whatever they need me to do, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm here for them. And, uh, you know, 
it doesn't matter. I can help with a minor league guy or, you know, I can do a lot of jobs. Are you going to be Johnny Pesky, 85 years old, banging out fungos? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. No. I don't know. What's the uh, best piece of advice you gave someone today? I mean, it was something when you, because you hadn't done this before, you get out there, do you like, okay, I can help here? Yeah, I mean, I just talk normal. I mean, it, if they have questions, you know, like, I mean, I, I know just from the bases are a little adjustment turning two, you know, there, I was just catching balls and my front foot, I was stepping on the end of the base and I'm like, Jesus, but you got to understand, I have a nine and a half shoe. These other guys got bigger feet so they can move, you know, they're longer strides than me. So I don't, it'll be a little adjustment for some guys, but I don't think it'll be a big deal. We were just talking about that a little bit, but other than that, it was just watching the guys and seeing. I'll be here for three days, so I'm sure the more I get comfortable, the more I'll talk more. What do you think of the rule changes, the shifts, the pitch clock, things like that? Uh, I mean, for I just look at it as if I would like them as a player, it wouldn't bother me. Um, you know, it's faster games, it's less wear and tear throughout the year. It's a long season, you know, especially now. I mean, spring training is in the you know, 40 games at an event too, and then you got the playoffs. So you're playing, you know, nine months out of the year. So it's that's a lot for these guys. Um, and I just know the toll it took on me. Um, you know, I'm sure they're going to like the shorter games. They'll get used to it. Um, the shifting, I'm sure some guys will like it, and some won't. Um, you know, you got to have range now as an infielder. Um, you got to be able to catch the ball. You got to be quick. Um, so it'll be an adjustment for some guys, but. It'll make other guys better. Um, yeah, I mean, I could do everything. I can't run. Um, like who, who wants to run anyway? Um, but like, I, I, I live. My life's good. Like, I can go golf. You know, whatever. I just can't. You know, I won't be doing it four days in a row. You know, so that, that's the part that I still have to think about things that I do because next day will be tough. But other than that, I'm good. Are you, like, have doctors told you that, that that's your reality going forward or that things could still... Um, I think it'll get better. They told me it'll get better when I get a full replacement. So I only have a partial right now. So I got to be smart because I got to let this last for a while because I plan on living on 120. You know what I mean? So... I gotta get at least 10 to 15 years out of this thing and then I have to get a full one. I'll probably get a couple of them. There's no like surgeries or anything in the immediate future? No, right. no. It's what we do where I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the best part of life? Just be, watching my kids grow up, I mean, it's it's fun. Like, I know everybody, a lot of people thought I'd have trouble not being, being playing and things like that, but I adjust, you know, it's, it's fun. Like, I love being home, you know, doing, I love taking them to school, picking them up. Like that's it's fun. Are you, are you sad that you didn't, they didn't see more of you as a player? Um, a little bit. Like you know, and I and I honestly, my oldest doesn't play baseball, and I and I believe that he doesn't play it is because baseball took me away from him. Um, so, but my little two guys, they love it. They're they're good, and uh, I wish they they could have seen me play a little bit. They watch like some YouTube stuff yeah. every now and then, and I'll catch them. But I don't I don't say anything. Yeah, what do you think? I'm the assistant? <laughs> I answer to no one. Are you uh, nobody? 
How are you? Uh... Good. I've never been thrown out. Everybody always asks, "Can you get thrown out again?" I'm like, "No, no, we're pretty good. Like we do. Kids are doing good. They get better. You know, it's a process, man. They're young, you know. And like my son's the youngest on the team, so, and I'm actually the hardest on him, shocking. So the other kids are probably like, "What the hell's going on?" But it's it's fun. Um, as long as they grow, it's that's all I care about. What is he playing? Uh, he plays basketball and he plays football in uh, middle school. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it little league or is it college? It's you no, know, it's travel ball. It's U Triple S A and they'll play perfect game tournaments. It's pretty competitive. Yeah. So we only play in the spring. I don't do year round. That's how you kids get hurt and stuff. Your boys wants to be a big leader in the future. No, he, he just wants to kick somebody's ass today. <laughs> we get the right mindset going. Okay. Well, you can't look at it. They have potential. Yeah, they're good. They're they're good. A long way to go, man. Yeah. Yeah. Alex was lamenting yesterday that one of the problems with base running is that in the youth leagues and travel leagues. Like, we, we run a big league operation, so my nine U team is their first year. It's big league rules. So I got to teach them how to lead off everything. So I'm going to have Jacoby come in and work with my nine U team in a couple weeks. So, like, I'll have guys come out. Bobby Dahlbeck came out and worked with our first basemen. And then J.J. Hardy lives by me. He comes out, works with the guys because... I teach the infield and you know you get tired of hearing from one guy so we got guys come out all the time that that help us out uh, so it's fun i mean the kids they're spoiled but they teach we teach base running you take lead yeah they're full it's big league rules age nine Mike, you see that little guy out there? yeah 50 pounds big league rules they call box it's a little you can't take lead right yeah no i'm doing it yeah he lives out there yeah so he'll help us so no, so 11 use 50 foot mound, 70 bases, and then the 9 use 46, 65. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Different times, man. I play Little League. Now everybody's, it's, it's intense. It's good stuff, though. Yeah. Who's like you looking to Yoshida Yeah. How, how was he? Yeah. It was great. I don't know if he was saying all the things he said, though. It was all through a translator. He started laughing at me a couple of times. I'm like, hey, man. No, he, he was good. He was just asking questions, what it's like, uh, you know, every day. And I said, I mean, you get to play in front of a packed house every night. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Tuesday or, you know, whenever. Uh, so, no, he's excited. He's excited. How much did you enjoy watching Trevor Story play defense? Is he kind of like, you know, his, his jumps and stuff like that? Yeah, he did good last year, you know. Um, you know, it's unfortunate he didn't step back with his arm. Um, but no, I mean, he, he took two to second. He was fine. Like, you know, it's, you know, it, honestly, it's not that much of a difference, you know, from the other side, except for turning two. And, you know, he did he did a great job. Alex asked you to come here. Are you going to ask him to come see your team as payback for this? No, no, I'm low maintenance. Like, I know he's got he's got stuff going on. It's, he's got a big job, you know. So, I'll, uh, no, he didn't have to do that. I got, I got it. All right, it's time to react. That was Dustin Pedroia for about a good 15 minutes or so. Dustin Pedroia is in camp. It is in Red Sox camp. He is the second most watched player in entire JetBlue complex. We want to talk about We want to talk about the interview. We want to talk about his presence. We want to talk about the Red Sox. 617-779-7937. I'm Rob Bradford, along with Chris Cotillo of Mass Live. He's going to give me his what's what when it comes to this interview, all coming up after this. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.